Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. morning and welcome to another episode of Embrace Today. I am your host, E. Pre Curry, and we are going to continue this week talking on the subject of unforgiveness. And unforgiveness is something that um, can hinder us in our day-to-day lives. It can hinder us in our health and our spiritual growth. And so unforgiveness is something that we need to take a hold on as soon as we realize that we are harboring any type of unforgiveness in our hearts. Um, unforgiveness will be releasing someone from an offense that they have committed against you or against someone that you know. It can be someone that you don't know, but you are still holding unforgiveness in your heart towards that person. I was in a conversation with someone this week at work, and they said that they thought thought forgiving someone meant that they agreed with what that person did. And that's not what forgiveness is. You don't have to agree with what someone did to you in order for you to forgive them. It's not saying that they didn't do anything wrong, but it's saying that you're not going to hold back against that person any longer. And so what we're going to talk about is some choices that we have to make when it comes to unforgiveness. We have to make a choice to forgive other people because when we don't forgive other people, it actually hinders us. When we forgive other people, we are given the best example of Christ's forgiveness. When Christ forgave us for all that we done, and when we forgive someone else, we are showing that example. We are showing other people the love of Christ. We are showing people the mercy that Jesus shows us. We are being that example. So today we're going to talk about three more principles that can help us in the unforgiveness process. But we have to remember we have a choice to make, and we need to make that choice as soon as possible. We need to make that choice today because God has great plans for our lives. And if we are harboring unforgiveness in us, we're stunting our growth. We're not going to be able to grow spiritually. So we need to make sure that we are really allowing the Holy Spirit to search us for any unforgiveness that may be within us so that we that can be removed from us and then he can show us how, to, how we are supposed to walk, show us how we are supposed to go through that forgiveness process. Oftentimes we don't know how to forgive. And so we don't, but that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. We need to go to God in prayer and say, God, I want to forgive this person, but I don't know how. I need your help. Can you walk me through this unforgiveness process so that I may be free? We need to do this for ourselves. So we're going to look at uh, three more biblical principles that we can follow in order for us to not harbor unforgiveness in our hearts. So let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5, and we're going to look at verses 6 through 9 today, and it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. 
Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Now, this word was given from some older people to some younger men, but I thought this was really good information and really critical for any Christian that's, uh, anybody that's in a Christian walk because we can take wisdom from anywhere. But it starts off in verse 6 with humble yourself. The first choice that we have to make when we are dealing with unforgiveness is we have to humble ourselves. We have to come to the place to where we are bringing ourselves low under God's hand. And it's not just God's hand, it's God's mighty hand. So if we can imagine, if we can take a hand and if we can just put it over top of our head and just imagine God's mighty hand covering us, if we can place ourselves under that hand and know he is above us and he is covering us, He's our protection. He's our power. He's going to sustain us. So anything that we have been through, any any hurt that has come our way, any hurt that has come against someone that we love, if we humble ourselves under God's mighty hand and allow him to do the work that he does, the word of God says vengeance is God's. It's not ours. And so when we humble ourselves and when we bring ourselves low up under God, then we allow him to do the work, and we don't have to do it. I don't have to try to pay you back for something that you did to me. God has the power to sustain you through any hurt that somebody puts you through. So God has the power to sustain you, but he also has the power to sustain the other person. He has the power to make them new. That Luke one thirty seven says there is nothing impossible with God. So God has the power to transform that person that did you wrong, and God also has the, the power to transform you. He has the process to walk. He has the power to walk you through that healing process. And so it says, and He will exalt you at the right time. And so when we go through that unforgiveness process, we are allowing the other person and the world to see that we have that true, genuine love of Christ in us. We are allowing the world to see the humility that is within us. And we don't have to try to exalt ourselves and tell everyone what the other person did to us so they can say, oh, wow, you forgave them. You are such a nice person. We don't have to do that. All we have to do is submit ourselves to God, walk in the mercy and the humility of Christ, and then God will lift us up. Other people will see it automatically. We won't have to show it and prove that we really did forgive this person by telling everyone what they did and then saying, but, yes, I forgave them. Because nine, nine times out of ten, when we do it that way, we really truly haven't forgiven them. And it says that he, it says in, in verse 6, it says that in due time he will lift you up. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. When we are walking through in humility, it doesn't matter what anyone is saying about us because God will take care of us. He wants to take care of us. And so it's not until we surrender to him and it's not until we bring ourselves low under his mighty hand that he, is, that he will be able to exalt us, that he can cover us. But when we are out there in pride and thinking we have the right not to forgive people, we are not acting as if we are under God's mighty hand. When we walk in pride, we walk in a sense that this person did something to me and I'm allowed to be mad because they did me wrong. When, in fact, that is not what the word of God says. We are supposed to be quick to forgive. 
We need to be that example of Christ's forgiveness. And when we are walking around with unforgiveness in our heart, we are stunning our own spiritual growth. The word of God says that we are to forgive. We need to be quick to forgive. We should not walk around with the unforgiveness in our heart. And again, like I said last week, that doesn't mean that you won't have pain because you will have pain and there will be a healing process that we may have to go through sometimes. But we have to allow the Holy Spirit to walk us through that process. And it's only when we humble ourselves that we are able to do that. And we can't look at the world and try to do things the world's way. Just because we are continuing to talk to the person doesn't mean we have truly forgiven them. It's when we truly allow the Lord to lead us in forgiveness and ask the Lord to show us how to go through that process. Ask the Lord, am I harboring anything, any any type of unforgiveness in me? Ask the Lord to search me and show, say, Lord, search, search me, show me my heart. Because when we allow the Lord to do it, he will search you in, in places that you didn't know that you could be searched. There will be things that the Lord will reveal to you that you didn't know that you had in you. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to search us for any unforgiveness, then he will begin to reveal those things to you. Then, like in in Psalm 139, it says, then after he searches your heart and shows you your wicked ways and your anxious thoughts, then he will lead you to a way that is everlasting. And so when we allow the Holy Spirit to search us, when we humble ourselves and allow the Lord to search us, and show us any unforgiveness that may be in our hearts, then we are able to walk freely. We are able to connect with God. We are able to continue our spiritual journey because we cannot move to the next level. The Lord will not release you to the next level with this unforgiveness. It has been held on for too long, and the Lord is requiring us to release it. He cannot release us to the next level because our minds are cloudy. They're cloudy because we're continuing to think about that person or that thing that has affected us. But if we don't allow the Lord to clear our mind and take us through that process of forgiving that other person, then we're not going to be able to move. And so we have to get to a place to where we are truly humbling ourselves. Sometimes we just need to get before the Lord and be quiet. Oftentimes we get before the Lord and we're continually talking, and the Lord wants to talk to us. The Lord has the answer, but we're continually talking because we think that we know what he wants to hear, but the Lord has the word for us. The Lord has our next step. And so we have to humble ourselves and get low, get before him. Don't go to God in his face as if you have all the answers. We have to get before God. We have to humble ourselves and allow him to give us the answers, allow him to take us through the process, allow him to heal you. Alcohol can't heal you. Drugs can't heal you. A man or a woman cannot heal you. Your kids cannot heal you. Your job cannot heal you. The Holy Spirit has to heal you. He has to make you whole. And in order for you to move to this next step, then you have to go through this humility process, this process of humbling yourself. And not humbling yourself the world way, but under God's mighty hand. When we humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, we are giving him everything that we have. It says cast all your anxieties on him. He wants it all because he cares for you. He loves you so much that he is willing to take all of your garbage so that you can be free, so that you can walk this earth and be the person that he calls you to be. 
He has a great plan for your life, and if you do not give everything to him, if you don't give all of your worries and all of your cares and anything that is hindering you from fully walking in the purpose that God has called you to walk in, he wants you to give it all to him. He said cast it all because he cares for you. Well, let's look at verse 8. It says, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So in verse 8, it says, in order for us to make the choice to forgive someone, number one, we have to humble ourselves, but then we have to be ready. We have to be ready. It says be self-controlled and alert. And so what that means is we cannot we cannot wait until something happens in order for us to try to get into the word of God and to strengthen our spirit, man. We should continually be in the word of God. We should continually be in God's presence because we have to recognize that because we are one of God's children, we have an enemy. There is someone that is willing to take you out, and oftentimes we are thinking that it is the person that it, that has wronged us, but that's who the enemy is using. And so if we don't stay in the word of God and if we don't stay in connection with the Holy Spirit, then we are we are going to continually walk around as if we have nothing to worry about. And when we do things like that, we, then we, we are bound to get attacked. It says resist him. I'm sorry. It says be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And so when he talks about a roaring lion, when a lion is roaring, it implies that they're hungry and they're determined. So you know when you are hungry and determined, if we can think about when we're hungry and when we're determined, if we can think about that, the, like a roaring lion, an enemy walking around like a roaring lion implies hunger and determination. And so when they are determined, they are determined to get someone. And they're going to get someone that they know that is not ready, that has not been prepared, that they feel is weak. They are looking for the one that they have the best opportunity to devour. And when we are in our flesh and when we are in our weakness and when we are continually thinking about that other person that has did something wrong to us or when we are harboring that unforgiveness in our heart and we are rejecting the Holy Spirit's unction in order for us to forgive, we are opening ourselves up for the enemy to devour us. And when the opportunity comes, he will strike. But we have to get to the place to where we are constantly ready. And unforgiveness can be a tricky thing because it says this. It says, you wronged me. You did me wrong. When you when you when somebody did something to you, they did something wrong. It's not saying that they didn't do it; they did do it. But you have to be the one to forgive them. And so, a lot of times, we 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 feel like we have the right not to forgive because they did something to us. We didn't do anything to them. But when we have that mind state, when we are in that state of mind, that is when that old devil will come and he will try to devour. What we have to do is we have to stand up with the power that is in us. The word of God says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so we have to stand up in that power and that boldness, and we have to stand on the word of God. And when we identify that the devil is prowling around, we have to speak the word of God. We have to be covered in the armor of God so that we can stand against any trick of the enemy. But it's not until we humble ourselves. We can't be ready if we don't humble ourselves. If we aren't humbling ourselves, then we will not be prepared because when, we not, when we're not humble, we're not going through the process that we need to go through. 
It says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hands of God. Then it says, be self-controlled and alert. So there are some things that we need to do. We can't just sit around and wait for God to do this. We have to act. The title of the show is Embrace Today. When you are embracing something, it, it requires you to act. And so when you are embracing forgiveness, it requires you to act. It requires you to do something. It requires your heart to change. It requires you to change. And so we have to get to the point to where we are humbling ourselves so that we can be ready for any trick of the enemy that comes. And the enemy will only try to come if you have a, a plan, if you if God has a plan for your life, the enemy will try to distract you in any way, shape, or form. Any way that the enemy can tear you down, he will try. And if we are not prepared, then he will continue each and every time. And when we're not prepared, we will continue to fail. We will continue to mess up. But it's not until we humble ourselves and get in the word of God and stay in God's presence that we will be able to identify and stand against the enemy when he comes. So when someone may come and try to do you wrong again, but you will be stronger than you were the time before. And even if you're not stronger, you know that God is with you. The word of God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so we have to be like Joshua and be strong and courageous. We, can, we have to meditate on the word day and night. We cannot lean to the right or to the left. We have to stay focused on the path that God has for us. God is in the process of moving people and releasing people and pushing people into this level that it's no nonsense. It's, it's no tolerance for this here. What God is doing in his people in this day, it requires us to be focused on him, so focused on him that nothing will be able to tilt us to the right or to the left. We have to be so focused and so in his presence and in his word that anything that comes somebody else's way, we are able to identify and pray that off. So somebody else may not be strong, but if you strong and if you see it, then you will be able to pray the enemy away from them. But it's not until we make a choice to humble ourselves and be ready. And so verse 9 says, resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. So when dealing with unforgiveness, we have a choice to humble ourselves, we have a choice to be ready, but we also have a choice to resist evil. We have to stand firm in our faith. We have to stand firm in what we believe. We have so much, so many different things coming on the television and coming on the radio and coming just every which way, but we have to stand firm in our faith. And we cannot stand firm in our faith if we don't know the word of God. There's so many different things that's coming and new things that's coming and new and old things going, and there's so many different things. There's stuff that I don't even know that I've never even heard of when they talk about. But one thing that I know is the word of God. And so we have to get to the place to where we know the word of God. We are standing firm on that word, and can't nobody tell us any different. We have to resist. We have to understand that we can resist. We have the power to resist. The devil may have some power, but we have power and authority. And we have to know that the devil cannot have any authority over our lives. We have to resist evil. And we also have to understand that we are not the only ones that's going through something. We are not the only ones that someone else has done wrong. We are not the only ones that has the power of God in us. We have to resist evil. We have to know that when the, when the devil comes, when we see that devil come, speak that word of God, speak the word of God. 
we know the word of God. We have to speak it. And then we have to we have to believe it. We can't just speak it. We have to believe what the word of God is saying. And I'm saying believe it for yourself. Don't believe it just for somebody else. The same word of God that works for someone else works for you. And oftentimes we're too busy speaking the word of God to someone else that we don't speak it to ourselves. But we have to get to the place to where we realize God is in you as well. God greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so we have to get to the point to where we identify that the power of God is in us. The word of God works for me just as well as it works for you. And we have to get to the point to where we are standing on that word and resisting that evil. And when we are harboring unforgiveness, we are not resisting evil. We are giving them a welcome with the door wide open. And so what the Lord is saying to us today, he is saying that we need to release, we need to forgive each other. Just like Christ forgave us, we need to forgive other people. Because what God wants to do in your life in this season, there's no room for unforgiveness. But we have to get to the place to where we are checking ourselves, where we are examining ourselves. Too many times we are watching other people and and examining their lives and what they're doing, but we have to get to the place to where we are examining ourselves. We have to humble ourselves. I talked about my dad last week and how our relationship wasn't so strong, and he would call me and I would be having the best day, and my attitude would go from like zero to a thousand in a matter of seconds when he called me. And then I noticed that he would call me again once I really decided that I was no longer going to let him rule my mind and my life, once I truly decided that I was going to forgive him, I would go from zero to maybe a 1,000, then zero to 800. Then I found myself getting less mad and less angry when he called me. And that was when I truly decided to go through the unforgiveness process, the healing process that we needed to go through. And if he didn't need to go through it, I needed to go through it for myself. And the thing about it is my dad still acts the same today as he did when he was taking me to a 1,000. But it was when I allowed God to take, to remake me, to re, remake my thinking, to heal me. It was when I allowed God to take me through that healing process. It was when I humbled myself. Even though I felt like I was allowed to, to not like my dad and to hate my dad, even though I felt like I was allowed to do those things, I wasn't. But it wasn't until I humbled myself. It wasn't until I humbled myself that I was able to even recognize that I was doing myself more wrong than I was doing my dad. My dad was walking around without a care in the world. I'm not even sure that he knew that I was going from zero to a thousand. He knew we didn't have the best relationship, but he didn't know that he was taking me there. But it wasn't until I humbled myself, I had to make the choice to forgive him. I had to make the choice to to forgive him for everything that I saw him do to my mom when I was a kid. I had to make the choice to forgive him for not being in me and my sister's lives, even as adults. You know, I had to make the choice to forgive him. I had to show that love of Christ. I'm the Christian. And so when we get to the place to where we are humbling ourselves, then we will be ready, regardless of what's going on around us. We will be ready, and then we will resist evil. Let us pray. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your word, God. I thank you for each and every listener, God, that will hear this tape, God. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will take them through the process of searching their hearts, Lord, and showing them any unforgiveness, Lord, or anything else that may be hindering them from moving forward in the purpose that you have for them to move forward in, God. I pray right now, God, that this day, today, that they will make the choice to forgive, God. I pray that they will be that living example of Jesus Christ, God. I pray that you will strengthen them to do it, God. I pray that you will take them through the healing process, God. And I pray, God, that you will continue to use them, Lord, for all that you have to use them for. Lord, we need you and we love you, God. We thank you and we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.